Hey guys, welcome back to Emotionally Exhausted. We are a bi-weekly podcast that talks about emotionally exhausting topics because being in the constant state of emotional exhaustion is the part of adulthood that no one told you about and we're here to talk about it. I'm Shan. Hey guys, I'm Tika. Hey, I'm Ty. Hey y'all, I'm T. Well guys, we are so excited to be back. For another week with another episode. Um, before we get started, just want to go around and see how everybody's week has been going and what y'all been up to. Well, I got a wax today, so I'm happy. The week was great. <laughs> Interesting. I got my wax last week before I went Ooh. on vacay. But yeah, I'm feeling refreshed from my vacation, so the week went well. You know, awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted, tired, spitting. I need vacation, spitting for this podcast. Yes, very. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> well, for me, I've had a, a pretty good week. Actually, an excellent week because the last two days I didn't have no meetings. And that's Ooh. a beautiful thing. When I can just excellent in the bed right. and work. I mean, I feel like I'm most productive. I know it's probably not right, but I'm most productive. I also finally purchased a desk after looking at it for three months. I finally purchased one this week and I got it today. So y'all see more of that possibly. So good job. Good job. Exciting. You know, are you going to do a desk tour on Instagram? Show us your desk. (laughs) I mean, you can see, we'll see what we have up our sleeves. Cause I'm okay, going, I'm going to need to document this because I don't, okay, I don't build, I don't build things. I don't build anything. And I don't, I don't even have a screwdriver. So I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> Got a question. I haven't been in your apartment. Where is this going? <laughs> you don't got no room for this desk. That's accurate. That is accurate. So I'm moving, I'm getting rid of something in my room and putting the thing that's out here near the window in my room. It houses all my socks and stuff. We're getting a little oh, okay. personal. Okay. But I'm going to put my desk in front of the window so I can be inspired to work. And I can also see the TV during the day. So, oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> priorities. That's what matters. Yes, priorities. Initially, it was going to go like beside the TV, but I couldn't see. So I needed to put it somewhere else in here. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see how it turns out. Same. Same. <laughs> It's my first piece of furniture that I'm ever going to build in life. So let's just be positive. You got it. Make a TikTok. Do something. I, I really want to see this. Okay. Well, it, y'all should have saw me try to bring it into the apartment today. It's the one time I could have really, really, really used a boyfriend. Like extremely used him. Bill the builder. Okay. No. Bob. No. I thought it was well, Bill. No. no, it's Bill. No. But Bill is, you know. Mm-mm. Bill's not Bill's imaginary, and he couldn't help lift this fifty-pound box from the other building over. Oh, here. you got a legit desk. Mm-hmm. You, you got a big girl desk, fifty pounds, right? Yeah, it's it's humongous. I know that those like FedEx people were upset. Like my box barely made it in the door in the room that they're at. Like it was at the edge. I was like, wow, they just stopped. Like they literally just stopped right here. They gave up. Dang. But anyways, yes, adulting. We're getting, we're getting there. But that's great. I'm glad everybody had a pretty good week. Sorry that yours was exhausting, T. But we're gonna, we're gonna pep you right on up. So um, now that we're through that, let's you know get started, get into the topic for the week. So Tika, what we got for him? Well, um, to be transparent, 
with you guys. So we had a conversation yesterday. And to me, this is where this topic stemmed from. Um, in my mind, this is where I was thinking, what I was thinking. We are five individuals with a podcast. I would say four of us are very introverted individuals. Mm-hmm. Trees, I don't know. She claims she's an introvert, mm, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She's an ambivert. She can yes. switch back and forth. Definitely. Definitely. So we are five individuals with the podcast. And um, I think that once we have started to promote this podcast to, um, you know, increase our listeners and reach, you know, a larger audience, we realized that we have we would have to do that through social media and um doing that through social media is I think it has been a a feat for us because Mm -hmm. we're introverted individuals so it's like difficult to this is me speaking for myself is it difficult to put yourself out there and say, hey, guys, listen to my podcast when you really don't care that much to be on social media? So the conversation kind of stemmed from that to me in my mind um, to kind of question like, like, what's the importance of social media? Like, how has it evolved? Why is it so important? Why has it become like such a, it's literally like, kind of like the mainstream of business like that's where people promote their things that's where companies companies reach out to people that like you'd be like yeah that's Keisha down the street but Keisha down the street got daggone like um what's the word y'all know the word influence she's an influencer and she has she promotes products like and she just Keisha down the street Mm-hmm. all of a sudden she like super you know famous and popping so kind of just exploring the evolution of social media and um you know how that how that goes for our lives as introverts so my question to you guys what I was thinking about today like I was like well what is my biggest pet peeve about social media so what is your biggest pet peeve about social media my biggest pet peeve is, and I guess that it doesn't it make sense because it's supposed to be social, but like, if you're like providing every single minute of your day on social media, mm-hmm. I just, I have a problem with, I mean, I don't have a problem with people that do that, but I'm just saying that's my, that's where I don't align with social media. I can see that. I mean, I guess sometimes I don't. It depends on the person because some people I can watch their stories and I can watch them, you know, do whatever they're doing throughout the day, whether it's boring or it's the same thing that I do. And I can appreciate it. Some people I'm like, God, dang, girl, why are you always on social media? Like, I don't know. Go play with your kids or something like why are you always on social media? But I guess it just depends on the person for me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, here, here's one thing. So I saw the other day. And let me start off by saying this is sad that this happened to her, but whatever. I mean, let me not. Oh, not whatever. <laughs> um, I'm scared. See how this is going. Right. I don't Honestly, know. We're done with this. Okay. So, of course, I was on my, like, is it for you or popular page? I don't know. On Instagram. I don't know why this showed up, but Hazel Hazel E from Love & Hip Hop. Is it Love & Yeah, Love & Hip Hop. She was on that page. She had a video. She's crying 
in a hospital bed. Now, this is where our pet peeve comes from. Crying in a hospital bed because she went over to Aust- not Australia, Turkey, to get, a, I don't know, like a breast lift, something. And it didn't go the best. But why would your first thought be Dang. to pick up your camera and cry in the camera in a hospital bed when you should be healing? Yeah. We can know about it afterwards, but that's like my pet peeve too. I'm like, people be like in the middle of detrimental situations, mm-hmm. but be on live or be, it's like some of the things you need to be think like, okay, this is a little traumatic for me. It could be traumatic for other people. Maybe I don't need to share this part. Mm-hmm. I can share it after it happens. Like that's, that's how I feel about stuff like that. So that probably is my biggest pet peeve. Like handle your business first. Don't be putting it all out on social media. Handle yeah. your business. But that's on brand for her. Cause I feel like years ago, something similar happened to her, but it was like an accident in I think Dubai or another country. And she did basically kind of the same thing. Mm. She's like the light skinned girl with um she said blonde hair. Yeah, something similar has happened. I mean, that's on brand for her. I but feel like a lot of she people gets better. do that. I mean, yeah, girl, I hope you get better, but I shouldn't know. Like, why do I have to know? Maybe your family and friends should know, but like, why do you have to post it on social media? Like, why is that important? And and if you're crying on social media, I feel like you're not that sad. So mm. you're not. Like, <laughs> if you are crying on social, you are not that sad you it's fake it's all fake fake yeah i i don't know i don't subscribe ty do you have a pet peeve i mean well Well, i okay i'll say this i the reason why it's multiple reasons why i don't have social media but two of the biggest is that i just feel like social media creates this like I don't want to unrealistic expectation that people just have in general, because you're only Mm -hmm. getting like a highlight reel of people's lives. They're not putting like the real real on there. Mm -hmm. And so I just think what that does to people, like you seeing other people live their best lives out on Instagram or whatever it is. And then you come back and look at yourself. Like I'm not, I'm not where I need to be because Mm -hmm. that's just, you're seeing the highlights of other people's lives. And I don't like, I mean, I don't want to subscribe to that. So I just mm-hmm. don't. And then another thing is fear of missing out. Yeah. Like you see people doing all of this stuff. And then you, like I just said, you feel like you are missing out on something just because mm-hmm. everyone is putting it on social media. So I just don't, I don't like the negative side of social media, but I understand that it can be a great way to promote yourself, promote your business get to the bag you know I I appreciate (laughs) that but I also really don't like the negative um side effects of social media well that makes me think about like one like I think that's my biggest pet peeve is like it creates a false narrative about your life like you're really not you're not you're not that happy all the time or you don't have 15,000 cars you're renting half Mm -hmm. like those things that's like my biggest thing because it does affect you and t i'm gonna come back to you but i think like what the effects of social media on your mental health Mm. is like Mm -hmm. detrimental if you aren't like secure if you aren't like literally like focusing on yourself and like being like realistic 
<laughs> like social media can really fuck you up because oh, yeah. I think I've been there before of like and when I realized that I'm there I deleted like or just like scrolling I'm like dang like why are they doing all of this stuff why am I here like why am I at my house and they're you know across the country or why do they have this amazing job that they love and I'm just like eh, it's okay my job is like straight it's all right mm-hmm. like wh- why are all these things happening to me and they're living their best life and that is like so detrimental to your mental health like comparison what did it say compare comparing is the thief of joy and when you're on social media you can't help but to compare because you're you see in someone's life all the time like it's that's just what it is yeah yeah and when you're saying like mental health it's like studies have been shown it's linked to depression anxiety cyberbullying um addiction like so many other things mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's real. That's true. It's like, I forgot who said this. Some, I might have been a rapper, but um, so many, actually, it might have been a read, but it's so many young kids that's like 20. Oh, Safari. Yeah, that think that just because they don't have a Lambo truck or a Louis Vuitton purse or mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, taking trips every other week. A Birkin. Yeah, a, a $20,000 Birkin. Birkin, right. <laughs> like, they think they haven't done anything in life because they haven't achieved those things at 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so skewed. Because they literally, those kids have had social media pretty much all their lives. Right. Their lives. And that's yeah. really sad. Like, we're the, we're the generation that kind of... I forgot what's it like we have like the, the happy gumbo like we didn't have no um real technology when we like were growing up and then we started to like go into you know floppy disk and then mm-hmm. cd-roms and then floppy disk floppy disk youngins don't know nothing about it but I'm just saying, we, had, we really had to evolve with different yeah. types mm-hmm. of technology and social media so I at 30 yeah it's sad that I no, I shouldn't say sad, but you know, I haven't achieved all those things that those kids think they have to have, mm-hmm. or they think their life is over. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to have that. Like again, happiness, you can right? Your own things, right? Right. Yeah. That's it. That's mm-hmm. what like people be tweeting stuff like, um, you know. I mean, congratulations. And this is not to take anything from anyone, but like, yeah, I bought my first house at twenty three, like that just creates this narrative that like oh well if I ain't got no house by 23 then what am I doing like or or like I'm 28 years old and still ain't got a house (laughs) what am I doing right it creates that in your mind but in reality there's no number like there's no age associated with any goal in your life you can do whatever Mm -hmm. you want to do at any point like yeah, that I definitely <laughs> felt like that because I was like within the last year when everybody was getting great deals on buying a house. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I really want to buy a house like now. But then the other I feel like maybe a month or two ago, I was like, what is the use in rushing and buying something and not liking it just to say that you bought it? Right. And then at the end of the day, you're that's a huge investment. You're stuck right. like Chuck. It's not like me when I get an apartment. I don't like it. Then I just leave it doesn't work like that (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm very indecisive on so many different things so I know this is one thing that I'm really gonna have to sit with so I have to take my mindset off of that but that's a great point that's a a very good point yeah well T go back to you what's your pet peeve my pet peeve is like people oversharing 
the oversharing of things. Like, I just bought a car. Woo, whoop de doo. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not mean it like in a mean way, but it's kind of like somebody else on your timeline probably can't afford need a car, they can't afford one. Yeah. So you're saying this, like, I got this, I paid no, all of this money down or nothing down I paid this in cash like I feel like you should be able to tell people like all these great things that happen in your life but me personally I don't like to do that because I don't want somebody to feel some type of way because of the things that I'm doing like mm-hmm. I don't need somebody to clap for me for something that I feel like is not an expectation yeah, that's true. That's a, I, I mean, a lot of people post their stuff on social media so they can get validation. And I think that that stems from you needing therapy. Like a lot of people talk about like, I mean, mental health is all over social media and it mm-hmm. gets so annoying because people be like, yeah, well, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm bipolar. And da, 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 da. First of all, you don't even know the real definition of bipolar. Shut up. You're bipolar just saying is that. actually like, the opposite of what you actually think it is. Exactly. Exactly. If you took a psychology like, you know, course, so you would know. And then I'd be so sad. Bitch, that's not bipolar. Shut up. Like, just shut up. Like, stop. Or like, oh, I have anxiety. But for me, like, the, I really experience anxiety every single day. And for people to get on social media and just be like, yeah, I have anxiety. And it's like the small, it'd be for the smallest shit. Like, shut up it's so annoying but that that just stems from people needing like therapy you need to go therapy therapy love that therapy girl <laughs> yes we are big advocates for therapy I'm yeah a therapist yes a black one a if you black, black one <laughs> therapy for black girls if you black yes <laughs> that part that oh wait no this ain't sponsored oh no oh yeah no this not sp- not yet not, not yet. yet i mean if y'all want to sponsor us please definitely definitely for black there girls no sponsor problem. hello hello <laughs> well i was gonna actually well i was gonna mention that we also spoke about like yesterday how um people use their like shan said people like act like their likes are like hundred dollar bills and how my question do you guys i know my answer do you guys <laughs> like when, when y'all see stuff do y'all like stuff or do y'all just keep scrolling i have to actually like it for me to like it but for those people likes don't really mean a thing anymore in instagram so y'all can stop that so so a save now is more on instagram than a like because a save is saying this person really likes this content they're going to go back and look at this they are going to follow through with whatever a like is anybody can like something like scroll like whatever so that doesn't really mean a thing um you sending to someone that's more valuable than a like it's something else that's more val- valuable than like, but I can't think like, of like it. reposting it. Yeah, reposting those things now value more than what a like is because I can scroll, not like it, and still go and interact with your content. And that person might not even know where that um, 
that interaction is coming from, but that's from somebody who came back and interacted versus somebody can like and just keep it moving. There you go, guys. <laughs> there you go. But I would say that I I try to like a lot of I try to like the things that I like. And I try to like things of people who may not get many likes because I know that that people act like it's so elitist. Social mm-hmm. media media is elitist like if you get 20 likes like you're literally a nobody on social media like if that's you know or if you have 100 followers or if you have 60 followers you're nobody like people will literally meet you say oh okay it's nice to meet you go to your social media page and be like "Mm, how many followers they got no I'm not following them which is so like (laughs) I I agree though like or saying like, oh, they lame because they only got 60 followers. Yes, like that's your, it. Your followers and likes equate to what you are in society. Mm-hmm. Like, which is extremely wild because someone, I forgot what I was watching or listening to or whatever, but they were like in LA, people equate your popularity to y- your social media following. Mm-hmm. Which that's is true. completely wild. That equates to like, um, like when I first moved to DC, people would be like, well, what do you do? And I read that like people ask you that question so they can t- determine how they're going to treat you. Mm-hmm. And that is just so like disrespectful and annoying. And that's why I'd be like a stripper. Please leave me alone. I'm a stripper. I'm a prostitute. I'm a whore. Leave me alone. Because if you're going to determine how you're going to treat me based on what I do in life or based on my social media following, we have nothing to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. you're the loser. I'm not. Because the thing is, with social media, I can live a totally different life than what you see on display. Like, mm. Ty, you look disgusted. Like, wow, these things really happen. I mean, yeah, I did not know that, you know, it's like that elitist on there as far as to me, 60 people like that's (laughs) when I hear 60 people, it's like, oh, this person really only wants to connect with people they know. And they're not just like allowing anybody to Mm -hmm. follow them or something like Mm -hmm. that. But I mean, I learned something new today. (laughs) Learned something new. I mean, people even, they even know, like, what time they need to post in the day so they can get the most likes. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever Instagram did with the algorithm, like, the last couple times, it really messed a lot of people up, like, with being able to get, like, likes and stuff. Because it's not in, like, or that's not even the last time. It's, like, the original shift that they made. It's not in chronological order. It's in, like, just however they want to show it to you or like who you see most. Cause I know there's even a list on there that tells you who you interact with the most mm-hmm. and who you don't. And so I know I'm on that list that y'all don't interact with a lot because mm. I purposely really don't use social media. And that's sad because I, we all remember the day, well, not time, but we all remember the days when Instagram first started and it didn't even require a like for you to post something. Mm-hmm. You posted it because you wanted to, or there was like a, they used to do um, 
like monthly challenges. Like you just take, like I told you, I had random pictures of doors and, and shoes and keys on my page at the bottom because that was the challenge. Mm-hmm. Like I was, everybody was doing the challenges <laughs> because like you do were just sharing stuff and nobody yeah. liked anything. Nobody like knit picture pictures. I mean, the quality was terrible back then anyways, but it literally was just being social. And now yeah. it's a full-on business for a lot of people. And a lot of mm-hmm. people like, analyze every single thing that they do on social media in the event that they're going to seem like as like a loser or like not cool or they're doing too much like it's just it's a whole roundabout it's it's yeah it really is it's frustrating go ahead t well i found out the other day because outside this i do content creation so on tiktok it's a lot of people that will give you the tea of what's going on. I found out that hashtags don't mean anything now that during um, the presidential election, they turned off hashtags like wow mess. Like it's absolutely insane and crazy that now for jobs, jobs, people have social media content creation as no social media director, whatever it is, it's an actual job now versus when we were in school, that was, is no such thing as that. And they get paid bukus of money just to analyze social media for different companies. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's true for them. It's a different avenue. I mean, jobs have to evolve and, and move along with the times, I guess. But I will say that TikTok I was one of them old millennials that was like not gonna get it at first. I was, and I've actually been on TikTok a lot. Now I ain't made no videos myself, but I love looking at everybody else's video. I, th- I feel like they're more free over there on TikTok. Yeah, it is. It mm-hmm. is very much so. Like I just woke up and I got crust in my eyes, but I'm about to do this dance. Like mm-hmm. that's what <laughs> that's what TikTok and is like. A lot of people be like, I got crust in my eyes, so you want to see my crust? Right. Like, Let me yeah. do it. My crust with your yeah. crust. Like, people are more accepting over there and mm-hmm. Twitter. People are very accepting at, at over there in Twitter land. I love Twitter. Twitter is mm-hmm. like, but the they'll drag ever. you too. They'll, they will drag you, but if you ain't saying that, you ain't you ain't gonna get dragged. Right. <laughs> yeah, I had to let Twitter go a couple years ago during the height of the racial unrest at the University of South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened? What happened? You remember when the girl, the 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 white girl, let's call it what it is, <gasps> oh, was on the white the... Mm-hmm, on the whiteboard and said, "Why does the Wi-Fi slow down at USC?" Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was on there arguing with white people all day, and I said, "This is not healthy. This is not healthy." <laughs> Well, she, you know, I'm glad you did that for your mm-hmm. mental health. <laughs> you got to know when to, to say, you know, this is it. Yeah, this is this is very, very true. I guess I have another question. Sure. Um, and this relates again to our our podcast, Emotionally Exhausted. Um, the content that we create in the um, I guess listeners that we're trying to reach and we're trying to evolve in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do we, and I want y'all to be honest, do we feel some type of way um, <clears throat> when we don't get the interaction that we would like to have? I'm gonna be honest. Transparency. I'll be 
Uh, so yes, I do because I see a lot of y'all when y'all be looking at stuff. I know y'all see it. Just hit that heart. No, you can do it. It ain't that hard. But it's just like I, I feel like I have this too. It's I'm passionate because I do YouTube too, and it's like I'm asking you a question. Why are you not answering the question? Um, I know you see me. That's the thing. That's how I feel about it. No, I know you see it. Uh, hello I would say I'm not upset I'm more like on our end what do we need to do to get the engagement up like when I see that and I see people see it but they don't like or they don't respond if a question is asked I'm like okay well we're asking the wrong questions or we need to find something that's gonna pull them in and make them want to engage with us but just seeing them not do it, I guess, because I'm still just like not really into the social media media world. And I just really don't. Not that I don't care because I want them to. I want us to grow and expand <laughs> and all of that great stuff. Um, but it's just more so me looking and thinking like, OK, this means something to us, like about our con- like, what do we need to change up to mm-hmm. reach them and to have them interact with us? I think at first. I was upset because I was like, <laughs> I was like, we're just asking y'all a question. <laughs> just give it a heart. You see, like, you know, we trying, we trying. But then Ty post, she, she made a very valid point, which is like the, the start of this episode. We are five, four and a half-ish introverts. And for me doing this level of like, me getting in front of the camera on social media or using social media in that way to kind of like promote stuff is uncomfortable for me because I'm not a promoting ass person. Like I'm just not a promoting ass bitch. That's not what I do. And I know I got to do that for this our business, this our business venture, venture or whatever. So I can't be like a hundred percent mad at them if like we're what we're providing is not connecting with them, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they or maybe we follow a bunch of people that are introverts as well, and they don't they just don't interact with because it's scary like when you get those <laughs> I say scary but it's scary when you get on people's like stories and they have like a box and like ask me a question or answer this and like are you the only person that answered it because they can see who answered it and how you mm-hmm. answered it. Mm-hmm. And you, you sometimes you can't be honest with your answer because it's gonna hurt their feelings. But sometimes you should be honest. She, you can be honest. I know. I don't like to hurt people's <laughs> feelings though, especially no. when it comes to like their their content and stuff. Because I I understand that's why now like I interact with a lot a lot of people's things now, knowing what I know. I do that mm-hmm. more now. Like yeah, I I don't think my like was ever a hundred dollar bill, but I did like people's stuff. But if they have like polls or they have like I mean I don't even put a question in the box but I'll answer the question I'll do little mm-hmm. things or like look at their uh no joining the live is still a little scary mm-hmm. don't know if you're gonna be the only one on there yeah. so they can see you <laughs> yeah thank you T for joining my live <laughs> I mean I thought that you was at dinner and I wanted to be part of your dinner so. well you came to a concert that <laughs> was, was and when I saw that you was looking, I was like, oh, she can see how me here about I know Tika, Tika went live three times that day. And I was Dude. like, you know what? I'm not going to join these because I might be the only person on it. <laughs> but I applaud you for doing that because that's something that I would never do. Like, 
I said they got a YouTube channel and I'm I I am terrified. Not even I wouldn't say terrified. I just don't like sharing the content that not sharing content, but sharing that I actually do it because for one, I know I have a speech impediment. And some people will say behind um my back, I know who you are, but well. <laughs> I do. Like, oh, I, oh, like, yeah. So it's like I hate, like, for instance, how the other day you're like, hey y'all, um, if y'all ain't doing nothing, go and um watch our well, listen to our episode. I would never do that. Like I would never. But well, why though? Like, is it? Is it? And this is for both of you. And and Ty, you can answer too. I don't know if you would. You can think it. If you I would. I'll go live on our uh, on our Instagram. <laughs> if I had something to talk about and people was gonna listen, yeah. See, that's the thing though. Like you don't know who is. Like you could be on there by yourself, but some people literally get on live and it's just them and they just be talking and then they'll save it and then they'll post it to their feed and like, you know, whatever. But like, is it because, so are you guys afraid, not afraid, I don't want to use that word, but apprehensive about, you know, promoting things on social media or talking on your social media or posting pictures on your social media because of the like, kind of you've seen the scrutiny and you are afraid that nobody's gonna like it or like what what is that I think for me if you know if you know me in a professional setting I have a um a fear of anxiety and speaking in front of people that's this might not be the best thing for me to be doing in that in this space but anytime I get in if I can get in front of a camera like perfect example I tied out some socks a couple weeks ago and I said, you know what? I'm going to record this. I'm going to do something new. I'm going to record this. I'm bored and I just want to do it. You know how many times I recorded that? I recorded it like 10 times because it sounded wrong to me. I'm like a perfectionist on things like that. So that's why I like, if I did it, I couldn't just talk and then just post it. Like some people can't. I would look at it, analyze it for probably 20 or 30 minutes, then redo it again until I think it's right. So it's like more, maybe for me, it's more of a mental thing because of my, like, it's not a trauma. It's more like hardships with just like speaking in front of people and things like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. I feel like sometimes I can post stuff and just like, if I'm in the mood to not care, then I can post it without like re-recording or sometimes I do re-record stuff and then I post it, but you have to like get past like the I don't even know like your anxiety about it if you're interested in doing that you have to kind of get past those those things because you're really in your head nobody else is thinking about how you sound nobody else is like thinking about oh like her hair is sticking up on the left side nobody cares sometimes they just tap tap tapping on through you know like (laughs) (laughs) exactly So, you know, but another question. Oh, I want to answer. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. All of what you said, but also hearing my own voice makes me cringe. Like, oh my God, I yes, cringe so much. And um, shameless plug, um, I have a code for also praying code. If you need a planner, planner TK2021, that post that I did, it took me an hour to do because I kept on saying having to say it over and over again and I could hear my um lisp 
I could hear everything and I was just like no but yeah it just it gets to be too much for me and then when I post it I sit there and I'll turn off my phone that's like something that I mean not I'm saying this for all of us we all should be in therapy because social media is affecting your psyche that's all I'm gonna say Ty you want to answer if you had a social media if I had a social media account (laughs) wait 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 wait. what would you do if you had a social media account (laughs) I wonder what your social media what would your social media look like I'll be be going on live almost every day like hey y'all I'm just sitting here in my apartment bored like y'all want to see a trick <laughs> like i'll just be doing some crazy y'all know not a trick i'll be doing some crazy stuff and they'll be like what they'll be like what is this girl talking about but those like, are the people's social media that like that um blow up like people start to follow that because people enjoy people being real on social media like cardi b how she was like just Mm-hmm. really real and herself that's how she got her stardom like people appreciate that oh i know what i would do with instagram live i'll go in there on there and do asmr <laughs> of course of course eating and talking a bad not child. eating <laughs> a bad oh, child exactly all of it exactly all of it no man i do all of it uh, i, I should- think you would Ty, you should do a takeover one day. I would cry. I would you literally should. cry. You really like, literally. They don't want to of- see me on no takeover. They don't want to hear that. They do. You don't know how many times I post a picture and you in it. They be like, "Who is that?" She ain't got no social media, bro. Like, <laughs> like you literally have to put in your post no IG tie. Like no right. IG tie. They be like, "What's her at?" She Jeez. don't got one. Emotionally exhausted. Emotionally, <laughs> tell start Actually. if I'm in a picture, start at in the emotionally, emotionally exhausted. exhausted. Yep. Great Baby marketing. Switch. Great Baby marketing. <laughs> right. Well, my other question was, do y'all think that we have to have a social media presence in order to advance emotionally exhausted? Mm. Absolutely. I think that is definitely gonna be a big um portion of us getting that reach in that audience that we want just because like you guys said in the beginning everyone has social media everyone is on social media all the time that's how a lot of people get their information like sometimes that's the only source of information Mm -hmm. that people have is like going on their Instagram Mm -hmm. and looking through the feed so if we can you know grow our audience I think definitely we're going to like take off no no stop take off but take a <laughs> I don't know where but that's going <laughs> I honestly feel like we might need to take our talents we need to take our talents to Twitter because Twitter is where it's it I don't see I'm like you know Instagram but was cute you're fun girl but Twitter hey girl Twitter is hard like you have to be clever on Twitter like Twitter is for the people that can just like like just roll with the punches Mm -hmm. that's not me but I can't thought well I was watching TV I was watching a whole bunch of TV and I was like live tweeting and I was getting like 
was it followers on there? Whatever it is, I was getting those people and I was getting getting likes and stuff. Tweeters. Yeah, I was getting tweeters and I was um going a little viral. I had a little viral moment. And Trina, she um she liked my little thing. Hey Trina, you're still the baddest. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well maybe why don't you take it over then? Yeah. I might. I might take my little TV segment over there and be like, what y'all watching? I might do that. Mm-hmm. That's all. I Just don't know. do sisters, please. Don't nobody yeah. want to tear. But- <laughs> no one watches that show really but you. Good. No, it's not me. I have one special friend that watches it with me. Mm-hmm. Well, shout to you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but YouTube is a good place too. Like YouTube is like. I don't know you just search stuff on youtube and whatever mm-hmm. comes up you just watch it like uh, yeah whatever yeah, yeah i love i, I love think it. we could take off there as well if we put video up like yeah. because social media is shallow mm-hmm. social media loves to see pretty people that's mm-hmm. just what it is like but if you don't look pretty you look normal you're not going to shoe up in the ranks like it's this one girl i watch and she's super normal but she's like she be acting crazy but it's crazy in the sense of like girl you are making sense like i'm making myself feel uncomfortable because i need to to feel comfortable and she does that type of thing and she sh- like so many subscribers like so many views versus somebody over there oh i'm gonna get me iced coffee today um i'm going to the mall i'm doing this so i feel like it's two different types well it's a whole bunch of different types of youtube that's true i don't know who i belong to also like tika said i think people like genuine genuine realness from people Mm -hmm. so if you just go in there go on there acting your normal self and if, if that means that you're just really like weird or crazy people are going to be attracted to that because they yeah. know they can see that you're being genuine and if you regardless of like trying to look pretty on camera if you just being real and honest I think people gravitate so, towards so that. you're telling me uh, the way that I act on my close friends on Instagram is how I should take myself to YouTube you be on a whole another level okay but I think people if you put that and not just close friends and you allow everybody to see it you would go viral I don't think so I think people would appreciate that I think I mean like um young bbq Mm -hmm. like who expected Mm -hmm. her to become who she is now like Mm -hmm. her wearing that white shirt and them black pants unless she just got off work like who expected that moment to bring her to where she is now so like people do appreciate like real genuine but again like you said there's two different groups on social media and there may be a middle group I don't know but like it's people that really love the girls that are just like miracle watch and I don't know them other girls Ari something yes they appreciate those beautiful 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 women some fine 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 niggas and there's some people that just like regular people because you can relate to that you feel more comfortable you feel like oh okay Mm. they're not they're not better than me quote unquote they're not you know doing all these you know extra things they're just regular so Mm -hmm. it really just depends on 
I guess, where you fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoy genuine regular people. Um, I've like, I think I started at a certain point, I started to only follow people that like had affluence or did things or whatever, mm-hmm. or the IG models, well, not IG models, but like, you know, those type of people. And then I like slowly started unfollowing them mm-hmm. and following more like, re- like regular people. Like for one, this lady that I found on YouTube, it's called like Scout the City. I love her. She's hands down so funny. She has a beautiful family and she's not a normal person that I would like follow or even watch on YouTube, but she has great fashions. Love the fashions, but like, she's just real. She's just honest. She just, is just such a good, like she's a good influencer. And you can Mm -hmm. tell that by what she's been able to accomplish in the two and a half years that I've been watching her. Like she's come a long way Mm -hmm. being in work, which is so hard. Yeah. So like I, I see the beauty in that side of social media. I do see the beauty in that. Because you can tell when somebody's fake, like faking what they're doing. Which is most of social media. True. But I mean, well, I had a, there's this part of social media that, oh gosh, maybe I shouldn't bring that up. But okay, let me just say, there's there's a part of social media that is just for people who believe in conspiracy and I'm just gonna leave that there people who believe in conspiracy theories like COVID is not real or like I won't even get into the vaccine thing because that's a touchy topic people are really sensitive about that but like people will fall into like this the dark hole of conspiracy theories in social media and then it just takes over their life and then they all start just posting all about like conspiracy theories and then you have to unfollow them i'm speaking from experience <laughs> i was about to say this sounds personal, personal. yeah mm-hmm. i'm about to say i don't i don't see no conspiracy theories on my page but... i mean i have and i'm just like you know what let me just zoop down i don't need this anymore my spirit is getting bothered because at the end of the day do whatever you're gonna do yeah. why are you judging you other know, people you know i you know why it's because compi- cons- lord conspiracy theories are on facebook and i don't go over there that's where oh, I yeah I do. I, that's one place i do not enter is facebook <laughs> i go on facebook i might peruse when i'm extremely bored mm-hmm. and it's like uh, two seconds and i'm like whoop bad mistake Get on facebook here. Is, a, is a different that's a different <laughs> breed of social media facebook is str- a strange place mm-hmm. over there my Facebook is stuck in 2010. Fashions is stuck in. Um, my name is Ashley. I am Sugar Honey Ice Tea Watson. Mm. I don't know who if that's a real person, but I mean, <laughs> I just put that together. But that's literally what is stuck in. I'm just like, ooh, I'm not me. Yeah. No, I get on there real late at night when nobody on there, so nobody knows I'm on there. What you doing on that river? Mm-hmm. Hey, just, just you know why I scroll. You know why Facebook is also a place I don't go anymore. I think it's, it's centered around trauma because I was also on there arguing with white people. And people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shan, do you look for the? Do you look for these fights? You know, I'm just I'm very passionate about black rights and black people. And when bad things happen to black people, if you're gonna get down there and act boo-boo the fool, then you need to be checked. And I feel yeah. like I've had to block a couple of people and I've also argued with a couple of people on there. So, you know, I, maybe I just stay off of social media is that like 
bring me yeah. to a place because I'm I, an angry I, person I sometimes and I don't want to be angry I don't want to be angry all the time yeah don't let social media bring you to that girl you're gonna steal my joy exactly <laughs> if you're a listener and you're not following us what is you doing <laughs> we did not say that if you're a listener and you listen we appreciate you but we appreciate you but follow us yeah you can we follow us too we appreciate all of it we would love um any and all support and mm-hmm. uh, you know mm-hmm. shout out to yeah. the people that's doing social media right you know yeah and shout out to the people that are you know like us that are creating content and putting it on social media um i can't think of some people right now but i have you in my mind and shouts out to you oh um free lunch that's my cousin's podcast yep shout out to them Mm -hmm. um the after party the after party party. shout out to them um party (laughs) uh well i listened to one called sipping through life and there was one of our i love them and i like them um gosh i'm trying to think of people that are like not huge but they like yeah they close to us i don't know anybody. i have a youtube channel so if y'all want yeah, shout out to t yeah, youtube shout channel out to YouTube. Tanasia. Tanasia k right y'all ain't gonna know how to spell it but i'm gonna put it in like in an instagram post mm-hmm. pebbles has not- a podcast i don't yeah. know her i mean oh, her yeah. youtube, YouTube. But I don't shout know out to her. pebbles um for her pebbles YouTube. grayson Pay up Pebbles Grayson. Gosh, yes. I can't. I don't know if anybody else. Charge it to our heart. I mean, not to. How does that saying go? I don't Charge know. Charge it to my mind. Charge it to heart. the head and not, not the heart. heart. She go ahead and just take it to Charge the heart. Charge it to my heart. Okay. No, I do care. Charge but. it to Shan's heart. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, um, gosh. I want to say there's somebody I don't else. Really know. Oh, what about your friend that has the burger thing? Oh yeah! Shout out to Burger Divas. She also has a podcast. Um, I need to get the actual name, <laughs> but shout out to her. Um, she does lives and she's coming out with um some new things. So shout out to her too. Oh, shout out to um Brown Girl Talk. Mm, Brown Girl mm-hmm. Talk. Um, shout out to KG because she does lives and KG. things, and I be watching. <laughs> I cannot. I'm hyping all of these. Okay, hype them up. You know, hype them up. Oh, I got one that's not a podcast and it's not a, this person don't even create content at all. But shout out to more games. You know, if you need more a fitness. Games. More games. <laughs> you need we a trainer. Hit them up. <laughs> um, also, um, if you need a stylist, BB Style Me. Bree Style, style Me. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who else? We gotta give. We have to give everybody their flowers. Yeah, because yeah. everybody. It's, yes. It's yeah. hard. It's difficult to create something authentic and true to mm-hmm. yourself, and then and put it out there not, and yeah, allow people to and nitpick it, and so. yeah, nitpick and scrutinize it and like. Oh, child. Yeah. If you ain't had anxiety before that, you definitely gonna have it after. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe but that's we a real lit, one. Though, so we don't really care. Oh. We don't really care, though, because we know we lit, lit, lit. You know what I'm saying? Lit, lit. Hello? And it's going to grasp on to whoever it needs to grasp on. Whoever is receptive is going to receive it. So Period. it is what it is. But shout out to everybody that's creating content right now. You know, pandemic trying to take us down, but we rose mm-hmm. back up to the top. You know, we might have been bored, so we decided to do something new. 
And hopefully just know if you a hater, when we blow up and have our live talks, don't ask for no tickets because you ain't getting. Yeah. Oh, and we got some exciting stuff coming up. So yeah, you know we do. Oh, I forgot one person, Nora Twenty Two. They're uh um they do clothing. And their proceeds portion goes to Alzheimer's awareness. And that's kind of something that's kind of close to my heart right now. So just want to say that. But yeah, y'all, y'all gonna want to be on this train. Not train. Mm-hmm. And support your friends. Yes. Support your friends. Whoever they are. It ain't gotta be this group of people, but support your friends. Yeah, that's that's yes. yeah, support, support your friends. In whatever in, in, in whatever way that makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yes. It don't have to be in dollars. It could be in whatever free thing. It could be in likes. Yeah, saves. Whatever. It could be in free stuff. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Support your your free. Well, we are on to our emotionally exhausted segment. Taisha, I think this is a duet this time. Is that correct? That is correct. (laughs) O-I-T. I changed up my range. Emotionally exhausted. The fuck? No, team. No, why would you? You changed oh, the, the. Okay, the right it. Why so fast? Emotionally exhausted. No. E- <clears throat> exhausted. You are a child, okay? <laughs> I am weak. I just want to show them that I have range. I can do soprano, alto, baritone. Or is it tenor? Baritone, tenor, tenor. whatever it is. I can do it. I talented. Can. Extremely talented. Yes. yes. She sings at weddings. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to have you have to believe in yourself first. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I believe in myself. I'm kidding. Do we are Ty? Are you um sharing your emotionally exhausted experience? Okay, guys. Well, I went on vacation this past week, and I had a near death experience on a jet ski. So I cannot swim. Never claimed to have known how to swim. I do not know how to dog paddle anything. So I get on a jet ski by myself. I'm driving the jet ski. And I start right behind the instructor. And my my sister is on the back of the instructor's jet ski. I start back behind them. And, you know, I'm praying to sweet baby Jesus. Just keep me on here. Don't let me tip over because... I'm just gone. Even though I got a life vest on, it's just over with. Well, apparently I was going too slow for everyone behind me. And they, guys, when I say they like all up in front of me and then started doing these crazy swerve donut type things, which was creating waves for me at the back. So Mm -hmm. I everybody's wave. I literally stopped, put my hands up in the air and said, Lord, take me now. (laughs) In the middle of the ocean now, middle of the ocean. 
I was just like, Lord Jesus, take me now. Then I grabbed on again. I said, no, God, you did not bring me all the way out here for this to go down like this. I will not die today. So I got back on. Well, I didn't get off, but I put my hands back on. I was like, okay, we doing this. By this time, they are at least a mile ahead of me. So, and they'd gone all around the perimeter of the ocean where the trees are. So they can do all like kind of fun stuff or whatever. I cut through the middle of the ocean. Imagine a circle, a track, a track uh, thing. Oh, you've done this before. I, right, you've done right. this before. I have, and I did it again on a jet ski in the ocean. I cut through the middle. They said I was creating my own path, and I did. I was like, nobody, because they were so far in front of me. If I would have tipped over, I would have died. With a life vest on, because I would have been freaking out. I would have died and nobody would have been able to help me. Wow. So yeah, I almost died, guys. And but I I'm alive and here to tell the story. And thank you, God. As somebody who can't swim, I mm-hmm. definitely feel your pain because like I I mean, you better than me, because I would have had a panic attack. If oh. they were doing that and fr- I would have had a panic attack. Like Tika, when I tell you we st- oh, so we had different like stops and it was like an area where th- it was shallow in the ocean and it kind of went up and it was like sand and you could take pictures like in a jungle we went to a jungle and so we went out to that area and he was like okay stop it you can get off and take pictures my entire body was shaking and he came to turn off my jet ski and he was like Oh, wow. You're shaking. No, duh. I'm shaking. I'm scared as shit. I could have sh- on myself. I was terrified. My hands, my legs, like uncontrollably. And then, you know, some tears fell. I was like, nah, I'm a thug. Uh, he is falling down. I literally thought I was going to die. So, oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry. this sounds like banana, banana boat 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> but worse. Listen, when I say those waves, I literally was like, I'm going to flip over, no doubt. And then like three speedboats came on the other side of us. So then I got the waves from them. I was like, oh, heck, (laughs) this is not it. Mm -mm. Never again, guys. Mm -mm. Never again. You better than me because if if I would have known that I was going to be driving by myself, I would be on that sand. I would say, give me my money back. I'm on the sand. I will see y'all when I see y'all. Well, I contemplated just like cutting off my jet ski and just sitting in the middle of the ocean and letting somebody come rescue me. But I was like, no, the waves are still going to come. And if I tip over, this is it. Yeah. Good decision. You made a good decision. I'm so happy that you Have y'all ever seen that meme of like Izzy on the jet ski? Yeah, he was. (laughs) That was me. That was me. When you said that you were going so slow, I envisioned that. I initially. I was like this. (laughs) Like, Lord Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. Mm -mm. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm glad you're here to exhausted. to mm-hmm. tell the story of your emotionally exhausting experience. Um, mm-hmm. Another one of my friends, my homegirls, really wants to talk about Quavo and Saweetie. I don't know about it has, really. It <laughs> has made her very emotionally exhausted. She has to get this off her chest. Jesus, come on. So everyone knows, you know, Quavo, you know, Saweetie said, take care. It has ended. It is no more. 
And we were all, well, I don't know if we were really all, well, just know we got some information this week where they had, um, and we could say an altercation on an elevator this year, maybe, I, mean, I think they said last year. And the reason why I'm a little emotionally exhausted about this is I would be concerned about how people are reacting to this situation. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm on an island on my own with my thoughts. So I'm just going to open up the floor. And, and what do you guys think of what you saw on the, from the elevator? It, did it feel like abuse to you? Did it feel like it was just squabble? You know, what say you? What say you? And then I'll give my, my perspective. Well, <laughs> I guess <laughs> I'll go. Um, I think that just based off of the little moment, the little clip that we saw, there can be a lot of narratives created from that clip. I think that we don't know the situation that happened before or after that, or actually during, honestly, because we can't hear anything. But my thing is like, do not put your hands on anyone if you're not expecting to get your hands hands put back on you. So the only what I saw from the video is she hit him and then like it looked like he was just trying to take control of the situation and take control of her and get whatever that box was or something. It didn't look abusive to me. Um, it looks like an altercation though it does look like an altercation between two people but don't put your hands on like just keep your hands to yourself just keep your hands to yourself that's all I got hey once you said that I look at both ways I looked at it as abuse but at the same time we don't know what happened and what you said Tika but for me what made me look at him differently was like darn I feel like she hit like like a railing or something where however she fell but she could tell she was kind of hurt like you really did not help this girl up at, or, who, at who, all in your mind who's the abuser in this situation because she hit him too she hit him first from what we saw she hit him first so who's the abuser in I, that situation okay, I'm gonna be honest you know I wear glasses I could barely see that she hit him. And I tried very hard to watch for that hit. But yeah, she squared up. She was like, boop, boop. The hard thing about this is we don't know what caused that reaction. So it's it's hard for me to say personally, like, whose fault it is. But as a man, I feel like that girl was down the float. Instead of making holding open the door of the elevator, you should at least help that girl up. But I mean, looking at it both ways, two wrongs don't make a right. She wrong for putting her hands on him, and he's wrong for kind of dragging her into right, the elevator. Yeah. But and yeah. then what to me what makes it worse as well is that man look right up at the um the camera like oh I really been been caught. But and he I- wasn't doing anything though. I think he just looked up like damn like. Is this going to make the news or some shit? But he wasn't like, it wasn't like he threw her in there and like started beating her ass, like, right. or hit her after that. He kind of ignored her and then looked up like, shit, this. Yeah, he ignored her because he's like, ooh, I done been caught. So let me ignore Let me wait until I get They both were caught. But I just wonder why they held on to that. Well, they wait for the, 
they wait for the perfect opportunity to release this yeah um information because right then they just put out a song that day hours before yeah so i'm just like y'all wait for the perfect storm Mm-hmm. to make another storm and i'm i appreciate how both of them handled the situation saying that yeah, this is the past they didn't bash each other right yeah i agree well before t said that i agree with her 100 percent. as far as she shouldn't have put her hands on him we don't know what happened prior to that for that situation to happen but also him slinging her in the uh elevator was not okay him not helping her up when you could tell that she was hurt was not okay. Um, but again, she shouldn't have threw a punch at him. But I mean, it could have been her returning the punch. I don't know. No one knows because we don't know what happened right before. Um, so yeah, I would just say the entire situation is unfortunate. It shouldn't have happened. I don't condone violence on any part. So I think both of them were in the wrong. And yeah yeah when I thought about this last night because I was really well actually I've been maybe I am panini press because I had been thinking about it this week because I will go into the shade room comments or I'll go into baller alerts comments or even again the rabbit hole of Facebook and so many people reposted and said this is not abuse this is not abuse at least you didn't get punched in the face like I'm like y'all this is problematic. Like that's very problematic to say, well, at least she didn't get punched in her face. Like that, like that's the bare minimum. Like, I don't know. I, to me, I feel like, and I'm not trying to say that Quavo is an abuser or this is an abusive situation. But what I will say is forms of abuse like this start from somewhere. Similar to- On, on ab- both ends. On both ends, yes. But situations like this is what bigger abuse starts from what I feel like like they abusers see where they can start from and how far they can go Mm -hmm. and so I feel like when you when you put when we put out this narrative like oh well this is an abuse she's not a better woman like that may be true but you have to think about like how y'all are framing this and mitigating it for other people who actually do encounter abuse and how it may have started like this I don't know I just think I think it could be misconstrued a little bit I can I see it from both sides but I was a bit more concerned about like the narrative that was being put out that like this couldn't be couldn't be abuse in any shape or form when it could be well I think that it to those people to those people who are saying like this is an abuse or at least she didn't get punched in the face like they're allow them to have their truth I guess or their experience because they may have been someone who has been punched in the face and I thought about that I thought that was really sad like that's where people like trauma lives so much in the black community or in for women or for men that they can stand on the point that oh well I know that's not abuse because I've been punched in the face or I you know right so you, I mean, I I only say that because I know I know how social media is, and like somebody who say, well, at least she didn't get punched in the face. Then somebody come behind that person and say, like, you stupid, you dumb, you. That's a form, mm-hmm. like you're adding on to their abuse, their trauma. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, you gotta allow them to. I mean, you don't have to, but people are going to have their perspectives just based on their experiences, mm-hmm. and some things are 
black and white and some things are gray. This is a black and white situation to me. Both of them were in the wrong. Don't put your hands on nobody. That's just period. Don't. But it gets tricky when stuff like that gets to social media because when, I mean, just to reference like the Solange and Jay-Z thing, we didn't think about that as abuse. We thought about it as like, damn, she beat that nigga ass because he did something to her sister, but he he didn't hit her sister. He cheated on her sister, but we didn't frame that as like Solange is an abuser. So Mm -hmm. like it, and that can be detrimental to a man who's in Quavo's position to to categorize him as an abuser mm-hmm. or to like create that narrative mm-hmm. yeah true I that's know. why i i i never i would never say that i mean i don't know how quavo operates outside of this i've never seen him in any other capacity like that so i'm not going to say that he's just an outright abuser but i will say for me this was a triggering situation because I've experienced or witnessed something like that before in person. And mm-hmm. that, I think that's where it was. It brought me back to that place where like very like, ah, this is not right. Like that's not how you treat women or that's not how you, you operate in a relationship. Again, to your point in friendships, relationships, all the ships, you never put your hands on people that you care about or who are your friends or who mm-hmm. you interact with. You just don't put your hands on anybody. Let's just be honest. You don't yeah. care if it's Joe Schmo down the street. Yeah, I'm, let's go with that. You don't care if it's Joe Schmo down the street. Don't put your hands on people. I get that. Unless I just, I don't know. Hmm? <laughs> unless Joe Schmo down the street deserves it. I know it. I started to say that. I'm like, unless Joe Schmo start to spew out some words that I don't like, but then again, yeah. it's, it's not right. I mean, I, yeah, like I would say, you don't put your hands on the people that you love because then you have to come back to that situation and assess it of like, okay, well, what do we do next? How do we go on from here? Because at this point, we have both violated each other to the point where isn't at that point, it's no return. You put your hands on me, now to be hemmed up. But I ain't never had, mm, I ain't never had no nigga put his hands on me, hands on me. But I've definitely been hemmed up because I be trying to. Back in the day, I used to put my hands on niggas, and I, you know, had to learn the lesson. That's not right. You just don't do that to people. So that's go- going a step beyond. Like you just, it's not gonna work after that. Pretty Very much. True. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know if at what point this was determined that this relationship was a no-go any longer but that definitely would be like a red flag for me no matter how that situation panned out it would definitely be a red flag like no this one's not gonna work for sure yeah I feel like that's just it everything's when something like this happened on social media like it it becomes very emotionally exhausting because people just don't stop talking about it like people just Mm -hmm. And people go on and just like take it too far. And it's just, it can become too much sometimes. Yeah. I saw someone made a parody about the situation and it's not a funny situation at mm-hmm. all. I don't understand why you thought that. Oh my gosh, this is so hilarious. What's in the orange box? Like, like it's not funny pain is not funny and maybe that's more more where I'm coming from I'm like I just would like especially black women to not have to experience trauma in relationships and I feel like again like I said it brought me back to a place I think that was traumatic that could be traumatic for a lot of people 
And that was unfortunate, especially like she just come up off of, she's had a, a rough couple of weeks. I feel like PR wise, this ain't been the best. Mm-hmm. So like, this is just one more thing to add. What else happened other than this? Yeah. Oh, it's been rough for her. Cause honestly, no problem with sweetie, but not saying she didn't love Quavo, but this was a come up for her. That whole entire relationship, Definitely. she blew up. He did not. He had already had that status, had the money, had the exposure. He got nothing from that relationship except for love, whatever love he had for her. But like outside career wise, I don't see where his career took a dive or like went up. Her yeah. definitely so being associated yeah. with him mm-hmm. helped her. So it is- I don't, I don't, I don't think she been through any rough time. I don't and especially when she said that take care, like people was like, yeah, that's my girl. Like that's sweet. Yeah. Like sweetie, we with you. Like that kind of. I would say because, there. like she had like a public breakup and then like the whole thing with the, um, but she made it public. She okay, made it that public. Too, but they like, <laughs> nobody would have never made, known. No, but again, nobody would have never known, but the blogs picked up. They weren't following each other anymore. Cause she would, she probably nope. would have never said anything, but then every interview that she went into, somebody asked, well, you're not following Quavo anymore. What's going on? Like, no, every- it started before that though. Um, that Justin LaBoy, I don't know if I'm saying correctly <laughs> that, um, that show that he has respectfully Justin that started all with how she answered the questions and everything and people felt as if that she was disrespecting Quavo in her answers mm-hmm. and that's kind of what started that and then also that's when people start doing that deeper dive that hey they're not following each other and people start disrespecting her therefore she was like well now I gotta speak on this because I was just gonna let it ride out that that or maybe that was all a part of the plan yeah you gotta thank these people you know and then on top of that and they went back to a hit song that's on up on the charts right now that she's trying to get to climb so not saying she's doing all this because of that but you gotta think it could be other i want to i mean this would be a whole nother topic but i want to i'm not a pick me y'all i promise what i'm about to say i'm not a pick me but like sometimes men do get the short end of the stick when it comes to like relationships you automatically be like well what that nigga do and sometimes it's the female because i've been the female sometimes well once only once but you know we gotta like we don't again we don't know what happened so we gotta if we're gonna blame somebody blame both of them just be like Mm -hmm. both of them yeah stupid and i'm not i'm not placing blame any anywhere on either one of them because it's just a bad situation all around but what like i but what i was trying to say is like forced like like we were talking about content creation somebody being a star pr wise this has not been the best couple of weeks for her and quavo or quavo or quavo either but yeah that coming out that he did the song right i'm saying i'm saying in like Damn, what am I trying to say? Because I lost my train of thought. Either way, the situation is just stucky. Yeah, it and is. I like, and I like Sweetie, and I like Quavo, too. So that's why I think this is just really unfortunate. Ty, you got something on your mind? <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking. I'm like, great. This is very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Yeah, it is. But we'll get through it. We'll be on to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that I want to mention. I guess I'll mention it when we get off. 
uh, this podcast. Oh, I've been off of it. Since I seen it, I was like, mm, not surprised that they broke up, but okay. I was like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised. And that video came out, and I was like, oh, that's yeah, yeah. I like not invested in that relationship at all. I'm not invested in anybody's yeah. starship relationship because it's all again a, a PR. That's why I, said, I think it's all public relations. It's all to your point. Each person benefited off of it. He got the new mm-hmm. hot girl that, well, at that time, the icy girl. And she's pretty. And he got to be a glacier boy. Yeah, and he got to be a glacier boy with ramen. Like, it just... Ew, glacier boy. That's, that's, I, I mean, it is for, what it is. I think for a lot of people, it was like, wow, like, he's in a relationship. He's making it okay for other people to be in relationships. Because, you know, people like to follow people like rappers rapper wise wise like okay um offset is with cari b whoever's with whoever like it's okay to have a significant other and be a rapper if a nigga gotta be with you based on what a rapper is doing he really don't want to be with you. i mean no. yes <laughs> but i mean i'm just talking but no that's how people think people yeah, just okay. are mm. people are weird if you think like that don't come around us Please period don't. Don't. Well, good luck to those people. Yeah, this was a great conversation because I was able to see everybody's viewpoint. Yeah, so this is great. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Different perspectives. Yeah, and I'm happy that Shan got her exhaustion of all her emotions. Of the I, mean, I wasn't fully invested or exhausted about this. I guess I was just more exhausted by the overall just. I get the narrative of it. Yeah, the whole narrative of the thing. But I get it. To each his own, this whole fucking thing is ridiculous. It's exhausting and ridiculous. Everybody just opine on everything. And some of y'all need to just sit down. Mm -hmm. That's all I'll say. Well, I think that's it. That's that's it, right, guys? (laughs) Yep. Mm-hmm. well thank y'all for listening to our episode this week and hearing what our thoughts are on social media and we got a few shout outs in there and we opined and got less exhausted so um like i say every week please um listen to us on any one of your favorite podcast um apps where that's spotify apple google anchor we're also on youtube and you know head on over there to the instagram emotionally exhausted pod and you know give us some likes interact comment tell us how you're doing what y'all want us to talk about next all that good mm-hmm. stuff we appreciate it we really do and remember don't be too exhausted because we're gonna get you up out of that thing okay Bye. 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 You looked at her like that because she took your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll take mine out. Bye, y'all.